mate. Welcome aboard, everyone, to another instalment of The Little Dum Dum Club. My name, as always, is Tommy Dasilo. Sitting opposite me is the man, Carl Chandler. G'day, dickhead. Hey, hey mate. You're wearing shorts today. That's new. And uh, you seem in a very buoyant mood this um. afternoon so far. <laughs> You're, you're still you're still being an asshole, but you've got more of a smile on your face than normal as you're doing it. Yeah, I'm um, in a good mood. I look forward to our, our little meetings. Yeah, because we don't hang out outside of this anymore, do we? I, I hardly know you, man. I'm super hepped up because when I was in I was in Perth during the week, and after a gig, I was drinking a can of Diet Coke, and this woman came up to me and said, "Oh, you can't drink Diet Coke. It's so bad for you. It causes brain damage." And even though that's probably just bullshit, it's fucking really gotten in my head, and now I can't drink it. So I've been drinking full strength. And oh, you fucking, are going to blow out. Man, it's wired me right up. I'm on the diesel. You you have packed it on. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's good that I've got a lot of energy because we've got a great guest here today. We're very happy to have her in. She's a stand-up comedian. You may have seen her work all across the country. She's also on the last season of The Librarians and coming up on Bed of Roses. Yep. Yes. Yep. Geraldine Hickey. Yep. Whoa, yeah. Yeah, you might recognise the back of my head from... From the library. <laughs> really? It's a lot of that. Okay. Has it been on yet? Has, has been yeah, yeah, it was on, and I, it was it was very brief, but I made it. It was good. Yep, yep. A bit of Rose has been on yet? Not yet. Not yet. I think the series. I don't, I'm not sure which episode I'm on, but uh, hopefully there's a bit more, bit more action. Is there a bit more? Okay, so you don't know if it's a bit more back of head gear or whether we get a bit of. Well, I'm the only one in the scene, so hopefully. Hopefully, God, <laughs> that'll be an awesome scene, yeah. just the back of your head, <laughs> just Dicky knee style. Yeah. The whole thing. yeah. <laughs> Who knows? We'll find out. So, Hickey, you wanted to talk uh, family stuff, I believe. Well, I just thought um, we could talk about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I know that you're an only child. Yes, yes. And there are uh, there's six <laughs> kids in my family. Mm-hmm. And and where are you in the chain? I'm the second last. Okay, yep. Second youngest or second oldest? Second youngest. Second youngest. Oh, yes. so in that Darwin sort of diagram, you're nearly upright. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where are you? you? Are you, Carl, are you the oldest or the youngest? I am the oldest. You've got, you, so you've got a... You've got a brother. I've got a brother. Which I never hear you talk about. No. How old's your brother? Two years younger than me. He okay. So 52. Oh, Aww. that's good. Yep. Where does like he that. live? Is he in Melbourne? Or? He is. Yep. What does he do? much? <laughs> By the way, I'm elaborating on all his answers. You could, yeah. Does he no, listen to the show? Um, I wouldn't have said he's a friend of the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What does he do? What does he do with himself? Uh, he works in the council, I believe. Okay, you believe? Yeah. What is this like a witness protection thing? No, no, no. I just think I think that that's what it is. I'm not okay. 100% sure. So okay. you guys hanging out for Christmas? Oh. Are we getting together for Christmas going home? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to tell because you know when you get girlfriends and boyfriends and whatever, um No, you, I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've got no idea. <laughs> Well, yeah, that was my point. I just wanted to rub that in. Yeah. So, uh, next topic. No, um, you know, you get you, you have to go and spend Christmas at other families and stuff like that. So, I'm not yeah. sure what the roster is this year. So, you don't know where you're going for Christmas? Yeah. I don't know either. No, I'll be here. Uh, <laughs> but my – so, you clearly don't get along. No, we don't get along. With your brother. That's no. okay. No. Is there a reason for that? Like, is Probably because I treat him the same way I treat you, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> And we're not spending Christmas together, so <laughs> no. there you go. <laughs> did you guys grow like? Did you grow when you grew up? Were you friends growing up, or? Um, yeah, sort of. Yeah. What happened? Is there a, is well, there yeah, a, a turning moment, point or, or just you drifted apart? 
Yeah, no, we. Just, I, I was probably just a bit of an arsehole. <laughs> just a big, typical big brother. You know how you're feeling about this line of questioning right now is yep. exactly how I thought about you giving me shit about my real name three weeks ago. <laughs> about pretty much everything I Yeah, exactly. The worm has turned. <laughs> and I don't like this hat that I'm wearing right now. It doesn't feel good. Yeah. No, it's fine. It's fine. No, we used to probably find a lot. And uh, when I got to the end and I sort of probably matured a little bit, he didn't. And then he was probably a bit of a dick. And then I was like, trying to make it okay, and then it wasn't okay, and, and then it was sort of like, okay, all right, this is how it is. Right. Right. I bit my sister's nose once. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. What for? Which one? My younger sister. She's oh, the upright one. six years younger, yeah. Uh, no, she's the biggest bogan in the family, so we were fighting one day. And do you remember doing the um, the typewriter? Mm-hmm. Where yep. you sit on yeah, yeah, yeah. straddle them and then type into their chest? Yeah. So I had to... Oh, she did something to me. I can't remember what it was. I mean, I'm pretty sure I was doing the typewriter. But I had her. I was holding her arms, and then in a fit of rage, I couldn't because I couldn't let go of her. I just a bit of. Oh yeah, yeah. Because you're using both wow. hands. Yeah, because yeah, I couldn't use my hands. Yeah, right. It's like some nasty. sort of bogan Mike Tyson. Yeah. Sort of gear. Yeah. What the hell is oh, that? No. Oh, oh no. someone's left their phone on. Who's that? Is that is that Pete friend of the Sharky. show, Pete Sharkey? That is Pete Sharkey. Oh. That used to be. That, that used to be yours? That used to be my ringtone, didn't it? I know, it did. And then I somehow, you were telling me I changed ringtones. Yeah, well, I had, for some reason, it randomly went, you were the, you were the dog, and so was Pete Sharkey, so <laughs> whenever either of you would ring, I wouldn't know which one it was. But then I changed yours to a church bell. Yeah. And I was talking to you before, you rang today, and uh, I didn't answer the phone for ages because I actually thought that it was church bells outside. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's nice. Someone's getting married on a Monday morning. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, it's a little dickhead, mate, ringing then, me up oh, with some crap. But then when I did talk to you, you said you were sitting on your balcony on your laptop in shorts <laughs> um, opposite the primary school that you live near. Yeah. While the kid's on recess. That's, Just... a, that's a good day for me to put shorts on. Because <laughs> as we've mentioned on the show uh, I, about my temperature, um, yeah. You get hot. You get yeah, hot. I get hot. You get hot. You've mentioned that three weeks in a row. <laughs> Your two catchphrases oh. on the show are, get a dickhead and I get hot. Just, we've got to get this shit on the oh. fucking cafe press or whatever in just time in time for, for Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Yes. The dumb, dumb gift pack. Oh, I'm going to be the no problem elf of, of uh, 2010. <laughs> the must-have. Um, yeah, but I walk, I tend to, without getting you guys too excited, I tend to walk around the house with not much on, just because I can, but then there's that, I walk out in the balcony and go, oh, yeah, that's right, primary school, someone's playing T-ball, nice one. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something about this, because um, I've moved in with my girlfriend, mm-hmm. and... Uh, Just a rubbity? Yep. <laughs> Either of you, no, you haven't lived with a girlfriend, I've have never you? lived with a girlfriend, no, no. You've, Have you lived in, with a boyfriend? No, I've never had... A moved boyfriend. in. You never, what? I've never had a boy. oh, no, there was, there was one time that I've had a boyfriend, like a, like a serious, proper boyfriend yeah. where we dated for maybe six or seven months. That's right. it. Right. I'm just a one-night stand whore bag. <laughs> <laughs> well. Um, but I've well, lived with boys before. That, that just means you get to walk around in the nude all the time. Yeah. Um, so I have moved in with my girlfriend. And, and is this your first time living I'm, with a partner? No. I'm, I live with a girl very briefly because, okay. well, the thing is, you know, you get cabin fever, I think. You get, you, it definitely changes and whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're with each other all the time. So that sort of went crazy last time. But this time it's, it's okay. But you just get those fights. You just have to have, I think, 
you just have those little annoying things. That yeah, where come one up of you time. shits the bed and lies about yeah. it. Yeah, petty, <laughs> petty stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's no deal breaker. Yeah, okay. Um, so actually, she leaves the toothpaste, the toothpaste lid off, which really annoys me. I thought that was like the man's thing to do. <laughs> so a lot of that stuff, mainly it's mainly me being annoyed by stuff she does more than the other way around because she's a better person than me and she mm. just puts up with my crap. But um, something that she doesn't like of mine that came to her head the other night, like you have all these stupid little things and you go back and forth and whatever, but this one I was like, what? Because what she hates is the fact that I'll because I, I sit at home most of the time because I'm, you know, trying to do other stuff and whatever. I'm working from home and she's mm. not, so I'll do generally the cleaning, the washing, the laundry, the um, vacuuming, the whatever, washing the dishes. <sighs> what a snag! I know. Sorry, ladies, I'm taken. <laughs> um, so I'll do the dishes, and what I do is, you know, I've got a technique for doing the dishes. You know, I fill up the thing. Then I put in all the cleaner stuff first. You know, you put your glassware in first. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought that would have been obvious. You put yeah. your glassware in first, you clean that, and you graduate to the dirtiest stuff at the end, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So I'll do that, and I've got a regiment happening like that. She just w- wants to chuck whatever. She wants to chuck just the garbage in there. Yeah. You know, just empty the bin in there, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm like, no, you got to do it. I'm doing it like this, right? Okay. So, And she hates the fact that I let things soak. She's like... There's no yeah. use letting anything soak. I'm like, no. I'm with her on that. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I like to let things soak, and so I'll put stuff in there, and then I'll walk away, and then I'll come back and do some more, and then sort of come back yeah. in and well, out. Are of the you kitchen. letting things soak, like pots and pans that, you know, have some hard-on stuff? Yeah, like anything. So I do that, right? And then, uh, so the other night I did that. I did about half the dishes, and then I, <laughs> I walked away, and when I came back, I looked at the dishwater and went, What's wrong with this? What, why does this look so different? It was just completely white. Yeah. And I said to my girlfriend, have you done anything to the dishes? She goes, no. So are you sure? Because this is completely different. I've come back in here. The dish, the, the sink is white. No. Oh, well, I poured half a carton of milk in there. <laughs> <laughs> it was completely white. I'm like, why would you have done that? And she said, oh, because the sink was full. Like, I need, I need the sink. I'm like... What are you talking about? I need to get rid of that milk. This is your fault for soaking things. I need access to the sink at all times, okay? Like, why? You needed immediate access to pour rotten milk into the sink. You couldn't have just sat that at the at the side of the sink and waited till later? So now I'm supposed to wash <laughs> wash dishes in milk. In in rotten milk. Well, and no, she you're saw just supposed to wash your dishes when they're dirty. Like just letting them soak, that is an excuse for being lazy and wanting to watch more TV. No, I'm, I don't down on the, I'm down on the soaking. I'm down on a bit of that. I'm nah. with you on that one. I don't like the soaking because then the water, it goes cold and it's yuck and it's just and then your dishes are sitting in murky water and it's yucky water with like half a litre of milk in it and then you've got to try and <laughs> Well, in her defence, maybe she thought that uh, she was adding enamel to the dishes. By, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a bit of a dodgy one in that I... I'm really slack with my dishwashing. Like, I'm pretty haphazard about it. But then I really get the shits if I get a fork out of the cutlery drawer and there's, like, a bit of shit on it. Like, I kind of I kind of have both of them, which I, re- which I get. If you're going to be lazy about it, then you've just got to accept, oh, whatever, I don't care if it's dirty. But I really... Because I always presume that it's not mine, even though, like... Yeah, yeah, like, I know. Yeah. Who fucking did this shoddy <laughs> job? There's still fucking guacamole on this. Who stuck this spoon up their ass and stuck it straight in the drawer? Hey? Um, you haven't I, soaked this one. I, I reckon I'm... Probably I'm I I reckon you and I would not get on living together because I'm nah. I I wouldn't I get along a, with anyone. I did yeah well, true. <laughs> I did a dodgy bloke thing yesterday. 
I um so I got home uh, yesterday morning and our freezer is in bad need of defrosting and it's one you know it's like the little freezer that's in the fridge like in the back yeah. of the fridge and so we went out to the beach I came home and the door to the fridge literally would not close because there's so much ice coming out of the freezer and I went fuck we need to do something about that so what I did was because the door of the fridge wouldn't close I just got a chair and like backed it up <laughs> against the fridge door and then um, my girlfriend came around and then my cousin came home and went why is there a chair in front of the fridge and I went Oh, yeah, the door won't close. The fridge really needs to be defrosted. Anyway, we're going out for dinner, so um, <laughs> see you later. She's just there heating up the, you asshole. So, uh, I've, you know. Enjoy uh, your paddle pops. Enjoy, <laughs> yeah. Which, uh, I, you know, I did, like, and then my girlfriend said, why didn't, you, why didn't you just defrost it when you got home? And I just, it yeah. didn't, that's how much of a bum I am. It didn't even occur to me. Like, oh, it needs to be defrosted. I should take care of that now. My thing's like, I'll oh, back a chair up against it and then it'll sort <laughs> well, itself you, out later yeah. on. You would have felt I'll really good about coming up with that idea as well. Just yeah. Going, oh, oh no, I know what I'll do. I'll put a chair because, against it. No, no, because to start with, I put our recycling bin against it and that didn't have enough weight on it <laughs> to keep it close. So then I went and got the chair. So there was the bin and then the chair kind of backed up against the cabinet. I just went, I'll go out and the defrosting fairies will take yeah. care of it. What have you got? I, I would have worried that... Uh, if I'd have walked in and seen the, the chair up against the fridge, I would have worried it would have been like one of those old movies where someone had locked someone in the fridge. <laughs> you know, and then they put the chair up against the door to let to yeah, <laughs> make sure they yeah. can't get out. Or I've put the chair there to, to get some height so I can try and hang myself in the kitchen <laughs> and then just, nah, bored, I'm going to play Street Fighter, this is taking too long. Well, I've had some awesome housemates. I've had some, when I say awesome, I mean shithouse. Um... <laughs> I uh, I've had heaps. I'm like one of those. Uh, you know, I died with a he died with a falafel in his hand. <laughs> yes. I could whack out one of those tomes. I think yeah. I've got heaps. Oh, same. Yeah, because I've lived in a lot of share houses. Yeah, me and, too. Like it's this one's pretty good though. Like it's um, and most of the time my housemates are, are great, except for you know the canoodling on the cat and she cuts his toenails. Oh, what? Yeah, yuck. Yeah. Well, this Can't guy, this guy that moved in with me once, one time when I was living in Ballarat and we lived in a haunted house, which is another story, um, we advertised we were desperate for someone to move in. Uh, I think I was at TAFE at the time, just a little bit of embellishment there. Right. Um, and uh, we advertised for this guy to come in and we couldn't get anyone. Eventually, we got this dopey guy that came in and he was the only one who sort of auditioned or whatever, interviewed for it. And uh, yeah, audition, that was good. Um, so he came in and he was like a firefighter. And he couldn't have been any dumber sounding. <laughs> and uh, anyway, when he we said okay, we were desperate. When he moved in, me and my other housemate went out to uh, for lunch or something or whatever. Left him like he moved in. We walked out. When we came back, we came back like an hour and a half later. In that hour and a half, he had found the local video shop, hired out a porno. <gasps> when when we got back in, he was going for it in the lounge room no. within, within the first two hours of living there. And then we walked in. To see him going for it with Electric Blue Edition 34. <laughs> maybe he just, um, maybe he like he started a small fire and just like that was his fireman training kicking in. The water wasn't. He was, was sliding up and down the pole. All right, yeah. Oh man, oh, that is great. I've just got, I, I just um, imagined him as, as being fat, but he wouldn't be. He wasn't fat. Was he, he wasn't skinny, but he wasn't. Oh yeah, and this is what else he did. This is what else he did. You know those um, you know those things that you get in the mail where uh, they're like token books, but they're like ten percent off tire rotation. Yeah, yeah. Or you get two burgers from KFC. Oh, not you. Not usually that good. Yeah. Usually it's fifteen percent off carpet cleaning. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um. Whatever. So 
We got one of them. I reckon, and this is back, uh, you know, quite a few years ago. So it would have been quite a new idea for that to happen to yeah. get like token books like that. And they didn't just drop in the mail. They someone rang our house and went, "Would you like one of these token books? Yes, yeah, they're yeah. worth five thousand dollars, and you know, yeah. blah blah blah." His girlfriend at the time, who was uh, you know there quite a bit, she answered the phone and went, "What? Yes, yes, this sound. <laughs> what? What? Okay, send that to this address in my name. My name is." <laughs> Leanne Smith. And she wasn't, whatever. she wasn't living there. She wasn't living there. Right. But then, once she got the phone call, she told the boyfriend, like, hey, this token book's coming in. It is worth a lot of money. This is worth a lot of money. Uh, we've got to get my name on the lease to make this legal in case this... In case this goes to court, this has got to be legal, legalised. So she moved... I, I came home and they said to me, oh, yeah, by the way, she's moved in and uh, whatever, and all the furniture was in there. I'm like, what's all this about? Like, when did we allow this to happen? Anyway, then, like, a couple of days later, um, the other housemate found out and told me and was like, this this is why. And I still didn't know, but my, my housemate, my other housemate was Ethiopian and he could barely speak English. And he what he sort of translated to me was, we were getting something really expensive. We'd won something really expensive and she'd come in, put her name on the lease to get part of this big prize, which I believed. And then yeah. I'm like, what? What? So I started arguing with him going, you are not getting whatever this prize is just because you have moved in for one day. And so they just went crazy. And then uh, like the next day, we went to uh, school, me and the other guy, my Ethiopian friend, and as we walked out, the other the fireman was like going, oh, okay, so you're going to uh, school now, are you? Yep, just going to go to school for like the rest of the day, are you? For the rest of the day? Yep, probably home at 5.30, aren't you? Yep. Yeah, okay, cool, see you then. And then we came home at the end of the day, and I was like, this feels weird. And I went to knock on his door, no answer, so I opened it, and it was just bare. He oh. moved out. Completely wow. moved out and so like taken the token taken book the t- and ran. <laughs> and skipped the state. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, just started using all the, the dry cleaning and the uh, haberdasheries <laughs> from, from Ballarat to Melbourne probably wow. on the run. And uh, <laughs> 5% off his fucking chia pet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like got one free every time he, he got um, three Wendy's cones. <laughs> Did he, That's uh, a- did he dry clean the room before he left? <laughs> no? Well, he should have dry cleaned the lounge room carpet after yeah. what he did with the electric blue video. <laughs> Another guy that I live with in that same house, and this was a haunted house. This is weird. I, yeah, I want to hear about the Yeah, you can't... Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, it's not that funny, but it's just weird. Um, it, was, uh, it was this house in Ballarat, right, where whoever you talk to, you'd say, oh, I, I live in this house on the corner of this and this, and they'd go, yeah, yep, I used to live there, or my mate used to live there. Everyone had lived there. It was right. this weird share house where everyone had to go. Yeah. So... Um, one night I was in bed and I heard all this music and it was like really weird and it was like all around the room, all mm-hmm. this music. And uh, I was like, this is so weird. So I got up and I'm like, right, I've got to make sure I'm not in a dream. And I sort of got up and was like slapping myself and going, right, am I awake? I am really awake. And it was like weird circus sort of music that I'd never heard anything like it. Oh. And I was just going, this is insane. And I was, I was, I unplugged the alarm clock. I opened my window to see if it was coming from outside. None of that. It was just floating within the room. I'm like, this is insane. Then it stopped, and I sat in bed for about four hours, just awake, just going, oh, Have my God. Have you been watching It by any chance? <laughs> no, no. But then I was, like, so scared. And then the next night, because I, I just got no sleep, and I was telling people the next day, and then the next night it started again. And I was, like, so tired. I remember literally saying, fuck that, and then going to sleep. <laughs> this might sound wow. like an obvious question, but was the circus in town at the time? 
This is they were like staying, where, they were like staying in my house, <laughs> to be honest. But this is like where you the whole week you were all like, this house is fucking haunted, and then you go outside to get groceries and like fucking Ringley Brothers is like in the oval literally across the road. But did you walk out of your bedroom and, and notice that there was... Yeah, no, I did, I did. No, yeah, I did, I did. And you didn't say anything? No, no. That's creepy. But I don't know, oh. it, was, uh, it was pretty weird. That's giving me, me chills. So, uh, anyway, in that same house, uh, I live with this guy who um, was on the dole, and uh, he, he went stir-crazy because he had nothing to do, didn't have any job, didn't have much money. Mm. He went on the dole, and uh, it made him go crazy. Because he did nothing but play like Commodore 64 all day. <laughs> so some crappy old games. And he, um, this is how bad he got. He just stopped. He became like Howard Hughes. He stopped leaving the house. <laughs> completely stopped leaving the house. He didn't leave the house for weeks. Yeah. And it became so bad that he ran out of all food. And, um, <laughs> and he had money going to him from the dole. But he wouldn't leave the house to go and get it. So he didn't have any food but no money. So... One night I came home and he'd gone, I'm really sorry, I've borrowed some of your food. I'm like, that's cool, man. You've got nothing. You're, you're obviously crazy. Like, yeah. I'll do whatever you say. And uh, he, what he'd done when he pinched my food was, though, he'd taken four slices of cheese and then fill, filled it up with, like, more than four slices of cheese and constructed a pie pastry out of it and then filled it with <laughs> peas oh. and then put it in the oven. Oh. <laughs> a cheese pie. So- Peas. peas, peas wrapped in cheese. Yeah, basically. Yeah, in in, in pie form. Oh. did that work out though? I don't, I don't know. I presume I he's like... dead now. <laughs> no, he's not. Right. But uh, yeah, that was. I think that was a wake up call though. Yeah. Yeah. To leave the house and get your doll payments at the very least. <laughs> Jesus. Get a job, kids. Um, I've mentioned a couple of times I was in Perth last week and I was staying with people I'd never met before. Like I got in there, I, I just, I, it was a, uh, the, my contact at the house was a friend of a friend who they said, we've got a spare room, you're welcome to stay. So I turn up on my first day there and uh, the girl who I, who I, you know, got onto the house through, she left for work pretty much straight away. And then I was just left alone with her housemate who's this kind of older dude who's talking to me about how he's an animator and like the kind of work he does. And I'm like, this guy's kind of nice, he's a bit eccentric, but he's, you know, he's, he's a nice enough guy. And then I sort of got thinking about it and I hadn't really slept. And I'm someone who, once I get a thought in my head and it goes on, I really kind of fixate on things. Mm. So I kind of thought, he's a nice guy, bit eccentric, bit weird. And then I kind of thought about it a bit more. I'm like, you don't really know him at all. Like, he could be anyone. Like, he could have any skeletons in his closet. And then that went on over four hours to by about midday. There was no doubt in my head. I'm like, I'm going to get raped in my sleep. He's literally, yeah, he's literally. And I was the circus music? Pretty, pretty much. I was playing over everything that he said. I'm like, he'd be like, oh, you know, sometimes I just don't sleep much. I'm like, oh, he doesn't sleep because he's out fucking fidgeting little boys. Like, I was just so convinced that like... And that's why you were scared, because you're a little boy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I thought, I, I just, in my head, I'm like, I'd be right up his alley. Fucking... All the other way around. Yeah. Because yeah. like, well, other people have stayed there before, and I'm like, no one's ever said anything. But I'm like, well, you would you? Maybe yeah. there's something where they like blackmail you into you like not... You don't speak when you're buried six that's... foot under. Oh, man, I was really freaking out. Like, I really got worked up about it to the point where when I went to bed... There was like a big armchair in my room and I was like, 
I was so convinced that they were going to come in and fucking do weird shit to me in the middle of the night. I was this close to like backing the chair up against the door. Oh, but then I'm like, fuck, if there's a... Style. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how I solve every problem in my life. <laughs> just backing a chair up against it. <laughs> um, having a problem with a girlfriend, just put a chair in front of her. Oh, don't listen. Uh, um, don't I, have her anywhere to sit. Just... <laughs> but... Um, but then like, I couldn't do that because I was like, fuck, if there's like a fire or something in the middle of the night, like if there's a legitimate reason for them to come into my room, then they're going to like go to open the door and be like, what's this? Oh, that's nothing. I was just really worried that you were going to try and suck me off while I was sleeping. <laughs> but then I, I thought that's so stupid. Like, I kind of like worried that I was like keeping them at arm's length. And then I went, that's so stupid. Like they were fine and they were lovely. Like, yeah. To, as payment for staying there, I did have to let them take nude photos of me in the shower. <laughs> That, that's, I mean, that's, that's, but that's, with, well, a, that's, with yeah, a chair against you. With a chair against me. <laughs> <laughs> but I did this, I did a, a gig up at Rockhampton a couple of years ago. Uh-huh. Don't brag. And, <laughs> yeah, Rockhampton. It was in like a 900 seat theatre and there was like 150 people there. It was Jeez, between us we've really travelled, haven't yeah. we? There's been a lot of geo-hopping. There's been yeah. from Ballarat to Perth to Rockhampton. Rockhampton. Um, but this girl that was organising it, we all... Um, we kind of, you know, had a lot of conversation by email and phone and stuff, and she's like, oh, yeah, I'd love to for you to come up and do this gig. And I'm like, great. And she's like, well, you know, I can organise accommodation for you. And I'm like, yeah, perfect. Put me into a hotel. That'll be awesome. And then later she said, like, I'm about to book your hotel, but just to let you know, everyone else is staying here and there's room here for you to stay as well. And I went, well, I don't want to be the only act. That one dick that goes. That one, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I just went, oh, I'll stay at her place. So I rocked up first. Everyone else was kind of flying from Brisbane. She came to pick me up from the airport and we get to her place. And it was like, kind of like this warehouse type thing. There was like a, a shed underneath and she lived above this shed. Anyway, it's like a one bedroom place. But I walked in and her entire lounge room like walls were covered with posters and not just, you know, uh, like music posters and stuff. It was mostly comics. Right, okay. So it was just this mad comedy fan, mm. like I oh, stand up comics. Yeah, yeah. Right. I had a look. I was up there. I went, oh, yeah. There right. I am. There I am. That's good. Where? It, Where about to? Is this like a point where you noticed that like all the other posters had a lock of the performer's hair next to them, and like <laughs> yours was missing that? Yeah. And, and X's over their eyes. <laughs> yeah. It was really. It was really weird because um, this is this is from a, a woman. Like it wasn't a sixteen-year-old girl. It was like. A woman in her late twenties, early thirties. Well, I that... presume you wouldn't just be going to stay with a sixteen-year-old girl. So. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. If if, uh, if you were, what, what's this gig? Again? <laughs> <laughs> and then I went to. Um... How'd you get that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the bathroom, and she goes, "Oh yeah, you'll notice that I've bought um, I've bought new towels and bath mats and and stuff. You would and notice that. washers. <laughs> yeah, but she'd bought them um, to." Uh, to match the posters, the colour design on the oh, posters. What? Yep. She goes, see the posters. Did she have like a Geraldine Hickey print towel? <laughs> <laughs> just no, no, no. She she got it afterwards when I wiped my face, and she had the shroud of Geraldine. <laughs> <laughs> that proved that you are alive. That you were yeah. just. Yeah. That's good. It was just weird. And then later, you know, we did the gig and stuff. And then later, we're all watching like YouTube clips and stuff, and drinking beer and whatnot. Woo! And, uh, yeah, having a great time. Uh, and then um, she starts going on about, she's like, oh, I've got some uh, I've got some videos and stuff you can watch. And she'd had um, on VHS, 
she'd played all the times that she'd written into like video hits <laughs> and every time that they mentioned her name <laughs> and it was a whole video like she'd oh. edited it all together and it was all oh this oh. is from so and so and there was even one one day she wrote in she pretty much did the whole musical program for them like a, with you know a massive calendar with you know what music to play and when and sent that in and stuff and Ma- it was just and they you know showed it and it was it was disturbing, the fact that she had all this on tape. And then she did yeah. it all and everything. And I kind of went downstairs and was like you, just going, oh, my God, I don't want to be here anymore. It's and like- I, did you do this? I started in my head thinking, okay, how can I get out of here? Like, if I just go and book a hotel, what's yeah. my excuse for leaving? Like, without just running away? Yeah, well... I'd started smoking pot by then, so I was okay. Right. But no, no, no. Hang on. Uh, I, I had a house... I, my mate had a housemate once that uh, he was really weird and he looked like David Strasman, so we called him <laughs> Strazzy. <laughs> we called him Strazzy without him knowing why. And uh, he, uh, <laughs> he used to sit at home. He had this weird middle-of-the-road old man music collection. Uh, just everything Sting had ever done, everything Phil Collins had ever done, all this sort of stuff. And he made uh, – he got every album that Sting had made – no, that Phil Collins had made. And then he got crowd noise and, and cheering and clapping from other sound effects libraries and made his own live albums <laughs> <laughs> of Phil Collins. He what? made like – he turned all of them into live albums. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Surely Phil Collins has live albums that you can get. No, so he kept the original albums as well. Yeah. So he'd just have the live version if of, just, oh my God. of the studio oh, albums. It's like I was really there. Yeah. That's ridiculous. <laughs> he'd just sit in his house and wave the cigarette lighter oh. when he put the live albums on. But can't you just you, – surely you can just get an actual live – I don't know. It's not the same. It's not. Yeah, it's not the same. Like you but want, you want. Would it just be like a generic clapping in the background? That yeah. just on just, repeat. It'd just be. Studio. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, that is amazing. That is so. We should do that with this show. Yeah. And together a clip where we just have crowd noises in the back. Yeah, with a canned laughter. Yeah, dumb dumb live. Yeah. Hey, um, so we were talking about family before. This is another thing that I did in Perth. Um. I, I went and visited something that uh, uh, a, uh, uh, I guess a family landmark because before this I've never been big into like family heritage or anything like that or like tracing back what your uh, your ancestors have done. Previous to this, I, I think you guys both know this. My uh, grandma came up with the name for Vegemite. as my great grandpa right. invented it, and I've always been. Pretty nonchalant. I forgot about that. I've always been pretty nonchalant about that because I don't particularly like Vegemite. Like it doesn't really. Uh, you know, I don't really. It's I don't really care. But my dad's really funny. My dad's. I th- my dad eats it a lot. I don't think he likes it that much. <laughs> I think you, you have. You have continued in the tradition, though. They've invented a name for Vegemite, and you've invented a new surname for yourself. For yourself yeah. <laughs> yeah. I saw that yep. coming. Yeah. I saw that wheat one being loaded into I, the gate. Yeah. Just Glenn McGrath took about twenty-five steps and then got to the wicket and let it go. But dad, um, dad, because it, we, it's not in the family anymore. Like they sold the rights on ages ago. But dad got onto them like five years ago or something and went, "Oh, get I am um, bloody, you know, whoever's uh, uh, son." And uh, he ended up getting like a guided tour of the Vegemite. Factory, and then came home. Amazing prize yeah, style. Ca- ca- yeah, well, bloody Make a Wish Foundation style. Because he came home with a little show bag that had a cap, a, a Vegemite cap, a pole of fleece, and a little Vegemite matchbox truck. 
That was like what he. That was his. They gave that of, to your dad. They gave that to my dad. That's what your dad. This little got. show bag of Vegemite toys. Oh, <laughs> David's big day out at the Vegemite factory. <laughs> so anyway, that that's easy ago. Like so, um. I'm going over to Perth and Dad goes, you should go to the University of WA and check out the Hackett Building because um, my great-uncle, so my, what's that, my great-great-uncle or is it just still great-uncle, whatever, yeah. um, someone in the family designed yeah. it and it's really famous and he's like he won awards for it. It's a really well-known building. You should go and check it out. And there's like a little pond there that's like sort of set up as like a reflection pond and it, there's like a plaque there that's like it's dedicated to him and it's like this big kind of thing because Dad's really into that. I'm sort of not, but then um, I went I, – I, in my head I went, yeah, Dad, I'll do that. And then I uh, left the conversation went, I'm probably not going to do that. And then I got to Perth and went, fuck me, there is nothing to do here. Let's go down to the university. So I went down there and I for the first like, – I was actually really struck by it. Like it, it's an amazingly elegant building and it was a really nice day too and it's in – it's like right up the front of the uni and it's um, – you can it's a, it's a, it's a stunning building, like big bell towers and like stained glass windows and stuff. I was like, oh, this is really awesome. And then I went and looked at the – plaque that's made out to you know uh, my great uncle i was like oh that's really it's kind of really cool to see this piece of you know family history and stuff like into it for the first time ever um and then i went to the reflection pond because i'm like that's been sort of dedicated to my great uncle i'll check that out i got to the reflection pond and that thing is fucking filthy there's like moss and fucking just garbage in it there's like ducks having sex on the edge of it like i went from being someone who didn't care about that shit at all to just like trying to find a janitor to go can you clean this thing up this is a goddamn disgrace to my family heritage did you uh did you get a show bag <laughs> yeah i got one of the ducks fucking i got to bring them back and carry bit of slime just in one bit of slime yeah that's a show. the other thing i did in perth was uh i went with previous show guest Lawrence Mooney to friend see of the, friend of the friend show of the program to yeah. see the lesbian mud wrestling. I've been to that. Is it? It's good, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. The thing I I don't know if it was like this when you were there, but I because that was quite a big event for me. I've not really ever seen anything like that. But you realise it, it, it's 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 a it's, it's every night. It's every it's once a week. Yeah. It's every Wednesday, and it's quite an institution. I was amazed by just how bored everyone else seemed to be in the room. Yeah. We were there going, yeah, lesbian mud wrestling, how insane is this? And everyone else just like, oh, yeah, there's Shana again. Yes. Well, when I went, there was this, like, this place was supposed to be like a a, a gay bar type thing, but it was just filled with, you know, bogans from Perth and Czech Yeah, it's a weird thing, isn't it, to have a gay bar and to have that going on as a publicised event because I didn't even, I didn't know until the next day that it had been a gay bar. Someone was like, couldn't you tell? And I was like, first of all, it's a bit distracted yeah. by what was going on on stage. Yeah. And second of all, it, it yeah, it, it was full of bogans. But also, I was talking to uh, Kate McLennan, mm-hmm. friend of the show. Can yeah. I say that? Yeah, friend of the show. She was there. <laughs> she was there. Mm-hmm. And she was telling me how there was one girl that, um, one of the last wrestlers that were on. Yeah. One of the last two. There was one girl who was, you know, very open and, yeah, I've got my tits out. Yeah. Woo. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when they were actually, and then when they had to break them apart, the other girl was really self conscious and would put a hand over yes. her, her, her boobs and stuff. Yes. And yes. Like, why, why wrestle if you. It is a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is a bit like that. Yeah. That was kind of the. I don't know if this is an intentional pairing or not, but that was the pattern for all of them. Like, one really? of them would be a bit rank and just right out there, and then the other one would be kind of a bit. Uh, do they get paid lots of money? Do you reckon? Like, I, uh, I think you'd enter, and then you, if you win, and you win the, there's some kind of, there must be, it must be tournament style. Is there an open mic mud wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> well, clearly, if she's, I don't know. Um, Kate McLennan <laughs> was very funny though because we we'd had a few drinks she's a funny before, girl. yeah, before we turned up, and there was a bit of a line, not a long line, to get in. And Kate thought she'd take it upon herself to go to the bouncer and ask if we could cut the line and go in early because we're from Melbourne. 
<laughs> and then, and then, so that's going on in the pouch is not impressive. What's not helping the situation is that Mooney's standing next to her, lampooning her, going, oh, I'm from Melbourne, can I come in? I just want to get me Chico Roll and come up and watch some lesbians. I'm just standing there going, you realise in the time that we've been having this conversation, people that turned up when we did have already gone in. Like, the line was only about six people deep. And she was really like, oh, we're from Melbourne and we're, we're here on holidays and we're from out of town and these two have been doing gigs, so can we just come on in? And the guy's like, just wait in the line. Like, if, if there's two people there. Get behind the mud rope. <laughs> I do this every time I go interstate. I always forget. I'll call my parents at home and I always forget to put the, the area code. Yeah. So, like, the first time I go to call home, every time I'm interstate, like, some... Hello? <laughs> I'm like, oh, is mum there? Like, what? Oh, oh, I haven't put 03. Eh, like, every time. I've, in fact, you know... I've, I've you know what? Nearly, you know problem I've, is there. Mm. You, you're looking up the phone book and you're looking for Daslo. Your mm. mum and dad are called Allsop. God. <laughs> Again, are you proud of yourself? Are you happy with that one? Uh, this, is, this is why me and my brother don't speak. <laughs> oh, wow. Hey, guys, I think that brings us to the end of the program. Anything else you guys want to add in before we mosey on out of here? No, thanks for having me. Um, no, thanks very much for coming on, Hickey. It's been a lot of fun. You got anything? No, oh, I was, but I'll save it. Oh, go on. <laughs> no, do it. Well, the music's on there. Oh, I'll fade it out. Welcome back to the show. Yep. Um, no, very quickly, all I was going to say was uh, with uh, Geraldine talking about her actually escapades. I went on another audition oh. last week. Oh, yes! <laughs> Look at this coming in late in the piece. Uh, no, it's, it's nothing special. All it is is I keep going to the, the same place to audition and uh, I, I, it's like the third or fourth time I've gone in there and I think I know what my role is now because I just go in and I think it's like you know when the police have found out who a rapist is <laughs> and they've, they've definitely got him but they just want to put him in the lineup and put him among... <laughs> Among other people who clearly aren't the the rapist, I think I'm the non-rapist. I think I'm you're I'm, number three in the yeah, line. Yeah, I'm. You know, the 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 suspect is like four foot and black, and they're just whacking me next to him. I hear I'm that about clearly. you a lot. That you're not a rapist. Who's yeah. your agent? I'll talk about that after. Yep. Uh, How did you get that? How'd you get that? How'd you not get that? How'd you yeah. get that thing that ends up not getting you anything? How did you uh, get that? So, what was your audition for this week? Uh, it was for oh yeah, it was for a parent. It was from a dad. Oh, I saw this. I on got Facebook. a dad. I got a dad. Wow, audition. You could play a dad. Though. No, I'll, we'll see. I don't think you go good. Not if you're going to your jokes. You tell. You could definitely. Play. Oh, you are so. Oh. You are you're, you're not playing a dad if you're sitting out on your balcony in your little shorts while the kids are at bloody play lunch. Well, that's it. I was the the <laughs> bit was it didn't even have any lines until I got there, and it was like. Uh, the role, it would have been a sweet gig because you get sent to New Zealand basically the next day or two days later or something. It's like, oh, really? you've got your passport. Here we go. Bang. Yeah. And uh, what it was, it was supposed to be me on a rope bridge encouraging my son, my three-year-old son. I had to audition with an actual kid. It was like two. If he was two or three. <laughs> what is it? Because listeners will know the, the pie audition that you did. What is it with you and having to audition with young kids? Yeah, I know. I'm like the Bob Saget. <laughs> and it's funny of, uh... because at the moment you're wearing a T-shirt that has a picture of a crying child on it. Yep. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so I had to uh, audition with this tiny little kid, and we're standing there ready to go. And I just said to him, "Oh, so you know, is this your first time? What have you done?" He's That's like, "So patronising." Yeah, yeah, that. exactly. And he goes, "Oh yeah, I've done Kmart. I've done, uh, <laughs> I've done that ad, uh, uh, copper art or whatever. I've done." Uh, I was like, <laughs> "Jesus Christ!" He had like a, a, a awesome CV. I'm like, I've just come here three times and wasted my time and gone outside and got McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so then I had to act out him walking over this bridge to me and I had to sort of be encouraging, going, come on, mate, you know. And it was like as soon as I told someone when I got out there, the first three responses were, 
Oh, you would have been just there going, come on, you dickhead, get over here. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, nice. So that's how I'm thought of good. Yeah, so that was, uh, that was another waste of time. There's, my, there's another episode of Carl's Actually Adventures. Yeah, wow. Mm. <sighs> Hang in there, buddy. One day I'll get my back, the what? back of my head on something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, that brings us to the end of friend the Little Dum Dum Club for another week. Thanks very much, Geraldine Hickey, for coming along and having Thanks, fun friend of the show. Thanks, friend yeah. of the show. Hope you enjoyed yourself. I had a lovely time. Thank you. Thanks very much for listening, everyone. If you've been enjoying it, get on iTunes and leave us a review. That'd be really swell. Tell your mates. Tell your old mates. Yeah, we'll be back next week with more fun for the Little Dum Dum Club. See you, mate. See you, mate. Hey, lady, don't you remember? You was my lover, you was my...